It is a show. And really, I'm just trying to uh, find out what brand of nerd our uh, special guest host is today by playing this. Anything? Nothing? All right. So, uh... That that is the theme song for all seven seasons of Star Trek Voyager. Mm. There you go. Well, welcome I to would... Air Quote Law Pod. As we have admitted numerous times in the past, we are nerds, geeks, and otherwise. Um, Star Trek more my forte, and again we have a uh, another guest host this week, and I wanted to see what what brand of nerd she was so welcome uh emily who has uh written into the podcast sometimes in the past and liz is here that's that's friend of the pod emily to you that is right friend of the pod so what's up emily and i had a pretty productive day today um we did work from home but it was i work from emily's home Mm -hmm. i worked from my home and it was great. Yeah. We got good lunch. We did. We had uh, tacos from Toki Taco. They're Korean inspired tacos. They were Ooh. very good. Yeah. And yeah. And is that a I single have- location? Is it a chain? What is it? It's just one location. It's in Hamden at the Rotunda. And uh, shout out to Toki Taco's very good pineapple kimchi good stuff was, good stuff so if you're in baltimore and in hamden definitely check that out because who doesn't love yeah, tacos it was good. i um i had three tacos and then i had a side of something called corn cheese cheese corn it was it was corn and cheese and it was really delicious it had this nice smoky flavor it was, was it like the street corn topping with um it wasn't um because i love street corn so that's kind of what i was hoping but it was a little more um the cheese was a little more of like a melty style cheese than the crumbly cheese and it just had a really good smoky flavor i was a big fan so yeah but yeah productive day i got to go on quite a few rants it was great um me too me too speaking of of cheese i did tell you that my boy that runs central tavern there's a chef there figured out how to make the same that that honey cheese from uh fogo de chao what okay i am let's figure out when i'm in your neck of the woods next and we're gonna tell you this no oh out of all the text messages i get from you this should have been on the forefront it, it, it really should have and for anybody listening to the pod that might be anywhere near uh cecil county maryland specifically elkton maryland from time to time i'm not telling you where to get the honey cheese because he does not have this in his restaurant but central tavern which is on main street about a block or so from my office 
oh, the food this week has been fantastic. They they had a mac and cheese. They have like different uh, style mac and cheeses, and they had a a beef taco mac and cheese yesterday and today. Holy shit, to die for! I mean, all their stuff is good, but um, I was trying to get him. I don't know, maybe two months ago. I had that craving for the honey cheese that uh, that Fogo de Chao has been throwing on their their menu recently, and I, I don't know if I was trying to get him to go or what the hell it was, but all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, you coming over?" I'm like, "I wasn't particularly planning to, but to his house, not the restaurant." And then he just sends me this picture of the the most glorious looking honey cheese I've ever seen. Did you go and get that cheese? I'm out. See you soon. And how did it compare to Fogo? Spot on. Spot on. Like he's uh he's really good at what he does, let's put it that way. Um and can pretty much figure out how to make probably pretty much anything. Is pictures of honey cheese the new you up text? Oh, yeah. I I would get out of bed for some honey cheese. For sure. I've, no. uh, I've definitely done it before. <laughs> and Emily posed the question earlier. We were like, what we should talk about. And so maybe it's not a, like a jury question because Emily's here. Um, but she was like, what's your favorite all-you-can-eat restaurant experience? And I think, I think for you, it would definitely be Fogo, correct? Um, Fogo or one like it um because i've been to a bunch of different ones i do know i mean you've you've been at least a couple of times to the one that's uh in in delaware not too far from i have been there yeah i think that one is uh every bit is good i mean fogo is always good and i also really like when um iron age Mm -hmm. the first time i went there was with Emily, we went, it's um, all you can eat Korean barbecue. And then every five minutes, it's someone's birthday and they play this fucking birthday song. I they, forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> I did not forget about that. They have um, like big TV screens and I think they play K-pop most of the time, um, which adds to the ambiance and I appreciate that. Um, but then it's this ridiculous little tune that it plays and a big birthday cake shows up on the screen and it's happy birthday but it was every five minutes this birthday song they must have some kind of good birthday deal i went on my birthday a couple years ago right before covid that was where i went on my birthday because it was like on a weekday or something but we didn't tell them it was my birthday so that's like when you go to uh what's that it's a theme restaurant um and every so every time somebody orders one of those um, desserts, everybody starts yelling "volcano." Um, I've never been to such Rainforest a Cafe. That's what it is. Rainforest Cafe. I, they do that shit. When I was in Atlantic City, Tim and I wanted to go there, and it, it was closed by the time we got there because it was like midnight. But, yeah, one thing that wasn't mentioned when you we talked about your adventure in Atlantic City is the text that I received from you. Uh, then the, the morning after the first night, I get this text from Liz or maybe Tim or whatever. Yeah. So we, uh, crashed in our room last night and never even went back to our car to get our stuff. Yeah. 
That was correct because we got there, we checked into the room and we're like, well, but the car was in the garage and the garage was not super close. And we were like, we'll just go out and get our stuff on the way back. And by the time we came back, we're like, we're just going to go to bed. We'll just get our stuff in the morning. And then we got up in the morning and it's like, we're going to go to our second hotel because we did two nights in two different hotels. We'll just change at the new hotel. And so we never got our stuff. Yeah, about that. You know, we were talking about weird business practices and customer service and stuff like that. in one of the other episodes, I might be done with the those properties in Atlantic City because so here's a little backstory uh, for anybody who doesn't know or somehow has not picked up on this through listening to all these episodes of the podcast but I'm a little bit of a degenerate Um, I spent some time in casinos here there Vegas I try to avoid Atlantic City because it's just not great but I have hosts at so many different properties and normally like for me, I could send a message to, you know, either a text or an email to my host and say, Hey, I'm looking to come out and stay here next week or otherwise. And boom, done. And I don't pay anything for it. Um, And I, you guys had told me that, let's see if I remember this correctly, you booked a night the Friday night at Harrah's in Atlantic City, correct? I and then when you decided that you wanted to stay an extra day, the room rates for the Saturday were just astronomical. Yeah, it was for the Friday. But yes, yeah, so we went over, did we do Golden Nugget maybe the second night? I think you went to Golden Nugget the second night. And I was like, okay, hold on. And I had Tim sent me a screenshot of your confirmation for the first night, whatever it was. I forwarded that to my host via email and I said, Hey, I've got some friends that aren't big gamblers, but they'll gamble, uh, who are coming out. They're staying whatever the first night, whatever that was Thursday or Friday or what have you. And they were looking at rates to, you know, to stay there the next night. And they were ridiculous. Is there something that you could do to get them a more reasonable rate? Otherwise they've got a book, a room booked at the golden nugget. I would assume that even not being big gamblers that the Caesars family of properties would rather have their money spent there because you, you spent money on food and beverage and otherwise it's not all gambling. That's part of their revenue stream. No fucking response whatsoever. This was what almost a month ago now. I think. Yeah. I like shoot me back a sorry not much we could do sorry everything's sold out sorry such and such event is here and that's why the rates are so high give me some fucking reason to say no right yeah i agree pain in the ass yeah so i had an episode idea if we don't have anything on point to talk about um do we ever have anything that's on point I got, okay, so do you want to do my episode <laughs> idea that I have not shared with you? Um, I, I, as long as it has nothing to do with my birthday, I love a good surprise. It does not have anything to do with your birthday. Perfect. Uh, your All birthday. other surprises okay. are completely acceptable. Okay, Emily doesn't ever tell anyone when her birthday is, and then we're surprised every year. And we're like, you did that thing again, where you didn't say anything about your birthday, and then your birthday comes, and we're like, we haven't planned anything for your birthday. And it's already too late for this year. 
Did I, did we, you, did it happen again this year? I think we've had this conversation already. My birthday has not happened yet this year. It's I just like fucking yet. with Liz. It's in, it's in the warm, the warm weather times. Yeah. I don't think it's like a secret. It's on Facebook. You made me tell you earlier this year. Yeah. Well, I didn't write it down. So I guess it's my fault when you, I'll go find it. <laughs> so but I, anyway. I, I disabled some years ago, the, the publicity element of my birth date on Facebook. And then somehow some either, you know, their, their privacy settings are changing them all the time and all this other shit. So what I, I decided to do was change my birth date on Facebook to January 1st of the year of my birth. And my thinking was everybody's going to be so intoxicated and all this other shit and distracted with the new year and nobody's ever going to notice. And between that and maybe the privacy settings back to being correct, I have not had anybody wish me a happy birthday on the Facebook in probably five or more years. Just winner, the way you winner chicken dinner. See, so you're like the one extreme. Emily is like, you can know my birthday, I guess, but I'm not going to make a big deal about it. And I am like, everyone must know my birthday and celebrate my birthday and, and you know, pay attention to me. So. Yours is in one of the traditionally cold months. It, it is. It and is I say traditionally month. because I don't know what the world is anymore. So. All right. So. This is the title of this episode slash game. I texted Joe with earlier. I was like, if we don't have an idea, I have an idea. The game is called Let's Fall in Love with Each Other. Aw, so romantic. It's going to be super cute. So there's this thing, and it's, have you heard of the 36 questions that lead to love? I've heard of Rule 34. <laughs> no, this is not that. <laughs> this is not that, um, but... This is a little more wholesome. Um, basically, there was a study. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This is a little more wholesome than Rule 34? Different kind of hole. What? <laughs> I was going to say, where the fuck is the bar? Um... <laughs> no, this was a study that basically people wanted to see if people would fall in love. And so they asked each other these questions. And at the end, they had to look into each other's eyes for four minutes and we're not going to do all that, but it's, thir- it's 36 questions. Um, and you can look up the study if you want, but basically the thing is they get more and more in depth, but I thought let's just rapid fire some of these for the episode. So these are like real questions designed to like get in into somebody's soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but, so it's, you know, it's more of like a sussing out if we're compatible, not a, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about you so that you can talk about you, which is something that most people love doing. And therefore you've had a positive experience in this engagement because you think I'm a great listener and all I'm trying to do is get your pants. I think the idea behind it is that they start surface level. And the idea is that just the more you share with someone, you're going to fall in love with them just by virtue of sharing. Okay. But we're gonna do. We're not gonna do the part at the end where we say Medusa three times in in, a, in the bathroom, right? I mean, that'll be um, you know if we get five thousand likes. Okay. All right. Um, once once this episode hits five thousand listens, downloads, or whatever the hell they yeah. are, because hey, forty couple episodes in, we still don't know how to podcast. Uh, we will go in the bathroom and say Medusa three times. I yeah. 
And then what happens when you do that? This movie, I always thought it was Bloody Mary. Oh, it is Bloody Mary. Whatever. She, we'll do both. Yeah. Why not? Um, all right. So we're just going to rapid fire these. Um, and you know what? If we could get it to 7,500, we'll say Beetlejuice three times too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wherever you want. He will stop at nothing. I've never seen that movie. It's good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's a classic. You got to see it. All right. Then I'll get the reference because it sounds serious. So, all right. Question one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Alive or dead? It says anyone in the world. I assume that means alive. In their current state. In their current state. Like corpse. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Hmm. that could be. Yeah. Um, That's a good question. I think that there's a, a mentalist that I have followed a lot of his works named Max Maven, who would probably be on that list. And I know that he had some health issues recently, so it would kind of be like a, you know, while time is still here and with everyone sort of thing. Oh, now pick an answer for someone that most people would know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, because I have an idea. And I this don't is not- like most people that most people would know. So here's what I, here's my answer, I think. And it's not necessarily that I feel quite strongly about this person, but I think they would be really fucking fun to have dinner with is I would like to have dinner with Gordon Ramsay at like mm. a fancy restaurant and oh, just God. like have him critique the food and be bitchy together. Mm. I, um, I always hate these questions, but off the top of my head, I feel like a dinner with John Mulaney would be very funny. Notwithstanding our discussion of, of your discussion oh. of John Mulaney being problematic previously, he's not problematic to me because my- I'm not, yes, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. He, he, I'm not dating him. I'm just having dinner with him. Oh, I love, that's a great answer. Um, let's see. I, I, um, if you want me to like give, give like a gen pop answer. his nerdy magic thing is a fine answer all right good emily says fine answer it works for me question two this is a stupid question to ask on a podcast i guess would you like to be famous in what way no yeah i'm gonna say no cancel me i don't think i've done anything to be canceled but the internet will find something yeah that's a hard answer because, I mean, I don't know. It could be, I'm going to go with yes, because why not? I could I could tell you a lot of reasons why not, but. Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of reasons why not, but for the fun of the podcast, you know, I'm, I'm trying to have people listen to it. I am, despite my public personality, I am very much a leave me the fuck alone introvert. I just Uh play an extrovert and fun person in the world. And I mean, there's a fine line between, you know, and and I'm really talking about when you go places in public, being respected and 
having people gush over you. And I want to be closer, to, you know, I want to be on the, the, the acceptable side of the being respected. And I don't mean like roll out the red carpet and do shit for me, but like when something's fucked up, get on. T- I mean, you know, I've got a clear angst with bad customer service. So uh, in so many ways, I'm very much a, a the, whatever the male version of Karen is, not that I would ask to talk to a manager because I ain't got time for that, but like shit like that pisses me off. Um, but I want to be left alone at the same time, unless you're in, you know, if I invite you in, it's a different story, but like, other than that, like, I don't want to be tracked down. I don't want to give people autographs. I would, I would do it if I were in a position where it were requested, but like, that's not the kind of thing that any of the stuff that I do out in the public is aimed toward. That's not an end goal at all. Even, even with, you know, performance type of stuff, I'm not aiming for, I'm aiming to, aiming to entertain and to, to get the enjoyment out of that type of entertainment that I get in, in that reciprocal feedback sort of thing, not, to be famous or gushed over or anything like that, if that makes sense. I like attention. I like we, attention. We know. You let I us mean, all know that you like attention. I'm an extrovert. I think it would suit me well. And I think I could do some good. I think I could do more good than a lot of other people are doing right now. So that's my answer. I mean, Number you three. set that bar very similar to the, these questions are more wholesome than rule 34, but hey, okay. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just saying something. there's a whole lot of people out there doing not good right now. Yeah, I could do better than some of them, probably Most a lot of them. them. Yeah. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? Oh my God, yeah. Um, I mean, okay, yeah. If, if I know it's going to be a confrontational phone call, I will make bullet points of all of the things I need to say. And if it's not a confrontational phone call, I will still sort of think through like what, what I need to accomplish on the call. And when I have to order at Starbucks in person instead of on the app, because I'm using my reusable cup, I will write down my order in my notes app so that I don't fuck it up and ruin my life with a bad drink. Oh, wow. I need to prepare. Well, I like that. I, I mean, if we're talking about a complicated work call, sometimes, you know, especially, I mean, sometimes I have co-counsel and we strategize, you know, we're going to make this phone call. This is what we, we're going to talk about. But also because I bill clients sometimes by the hour and I want my phone calls to be efficient for them so that we can get to the point. So they're not paying money for wasted time. Um, So with that, I do a little, I don't really rehearse. I never rehearse what I'm going to say, but I think, okay, we're going to talk about points A, B, and C. Sometimes I do. But if we're talking not work phone calls, if we're talking just, you know, other phone calls, no, not usually. I I am not that, I, I don't know, just wing it. You know, like if I'm doing an order or something like that, I am fine with, I don't know, but I talk so much on the phone. I'm on the phone all the time. And it's to the point where my two-year-old has like her, you know, pretend cell phone or whatever. She's pretending to be a cell phone. And we actually caught her on camera once she's on the phone and we said her name and she 
looked, she glared at us and held up the, the like one finger, like one minute. And Tim is like, uh-huh. she gets that from you. You do that constantly. Oh, and I'm like, wow. Yep. So, yeah. If you're referring to the way that you guys have answered this question, the like, I'm going to go through this before I pick up the phone as the definition purely of rehearsal, then no. I will say that there are a myriad of things within the practice of law and specifically the injury claims that I almost exclusively handle. Yeah. That um, there are scripts, so to speak, things that I have said to most of my clients hundreds, if not thousands of times over the years, that if you were to consider each of the subsequent times or previous times that I've said these same things as rehearsal, yes, but am I going through this in front of a mirror, in front of the phone, or okay, we're going to do this, and then no, I am am very much an on-the-fly kind of person. In fact, I used to well, used to implies a, an actual past tense. Up and until recently, and, and actually coming back from this masterclass a couple of weeks ago, I would not script out my routines. I, I would not reduce them to writing. I would just go with it. And it worked. You've seen me at least a couple of times. Um, yeah. I, I have only just recently through you know, the tutelage of this masterclass begun to reduce anything to writing and it's almost a you know I'm never going to read this again I'm not going to read this before I go and perform but there's something I think about putting it into writing that kind of helps you move things around see things differently refine them a bit um so I'll be doing more of that in that sense but it's still not within like a phone call there's not a like I do that when I write a closing argument, ding, um, I write it the way that I want to say it. And I don't read off the paper, but only because that's not a good look. But basically I'm reading off the paper because I have written it and perfected it and it's good stuff. Why would I not want to read off the paper when I have prepared my good stuff? You know, like I'm not winging that. Um, all right. Next Question. This is a stupid question, but we can rapid fire through it if we don't like it. What constitutes a perfect day for you? Mm. Am I supposed to say April 25th here? Is that the answer? It's not too hot and it's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Do we? I don't know why my immediate instinct was to go to the perfect days they give dogs who are about to be euthanized, where you just get like a giant sack of hamburgers and then a chocolate cake and then you go to the park. Oh, would that be a good day for you? Yes. Sack of hamburgers, cake (laughs) at the park? Yes. And then everybody cuddles me and tells me they love me. (laughs) And then it gets dark. It gets dark. And (laughs) quiet. That sounds great. Um, I could be down with a bag of burgers. You know damn well I'd end up going to Fogo de Chao instead, or the uh, the local the local joint that that is my favorite Brazilian barbecue. Um, yeah, I think I, I I outside of that I don't know. Like 
because again, there seems to be that, that I, I feel the same way that you described about when you, when you couch it in those terms, there's this feeling of finality, like we're going to have the perfect day and then that's it. We're done. And there are so many things that would constitute the perfect day to me that can't stop in that day or it, or it takes the air out of the perfection. So yeah, it's it's a tough answer. But I feel mine would involve some sort of, of fun cocktail, some sort of, of going out. I would like to go out. I would like to go dancing. That sounds like fun to me. And ever and ever and all my friends have to enjoy it. And none of my friends are allowed to bitch and be like, we don't want to be at a club. That's part of the perfect day. Shut up, my day. You're gonna to go to this club and you're gonna enjoy it. Right. It's Liz's perfect day when we're talking yeah. about Liz's perfect because day. Because that's the problem. It's whenever we go clubbing, people don't want to be at the club because they don't think in them, blah, blah, blah. So that never happens. So I'm instituting that on my perfect day. Everyone has to go to the club, everyone has to dance, everyone has to enjoy it. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. True. Um, I'll, I'll go to the club and enjoy it, but you have to put a lot of fucking drinks in me to get me to dance or do anything. Hey, like but you know, two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. I know. I don't think I've ever seen you dance. You shouldn't have. I'm gonna say, I don't think I've seen you dance, and I'm sure you've seen me dance. I know you have, but I'm I'm a dancey person. Yeah. Oh. Fancy dancy. Fancy dancy. When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Oh, you know this one. Do I? Yeah. I uh, went and ran errands and I put on um, a new pornographer's album and it was, I forgot how much of a bop it was. Oh, right. And I sang to myself in the car for all the errands, the whole round trip of errands. And it was great. And I did not know this album, and apparently I'm missing out. Yeah, it's a bop. It's a bop! Yeah. I don't know that I have an answer to that question, because I, like dancing, I'm not much of a singer. It would only be in the car by myself. I listen to way too many podcasts in the car. Like, that is where I listen to podcasts. It's very rare that I will listen. There's only one podcast that I will listen to not in the car. And recently if i do put music on it is either some bullshit that my kids playing that i don't know so i wouldn't be singing along plus there's other people in the car or it's the um the hacker soundtrack which has been my bop recently if i'm listening to music and there's not really much sing-along shit in that Uh, yeah i don't think i've ever heard you sing which is also a weird thing well those have to yeah Sorry. Those sing and dance things kind of go together a lot. Yeah. I think the last time, I think we were doing the other day. I mean, I'm always singing with my kid. Um, but like, you know, she she's kind of, there's that little, the little song. If you watch the elephant show and it's like, skin of a rinky dinky dink, <laughs> you do. But she will do the little arms and it's very cute. Um that's probably about the only kids song we listen to. We, Emily is cringing. Yeah, well, you know, there's a reason I'm not doing this with my life. Yeah, but 
other than that, I don't know. I've probably sang hot drinks recently. We're always listening to hot drinks. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I don't know. I feel like I sing to myself all the time. I can't even tell you when, but Katie left me in the car with her kid and he started to get upset because he saw his mom leave and he was starting to get agitated. And I'm like, well, fuck, I don't know how to deal with kids. What do I do? So I got the SpongeBob fun song Mm -hmm. on my phone and played that. And he was not impressed, but I sang it. I sang it. Oh, good for you. Just to the fullest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know. There's a lot of singing that happens. Um, just in general in my life. I feel like even before I had a kid, I have one of those singing husbands. You know, there's, although we did do one night we were drinking and, you know, Tim and I like a power hour, but instead of doing a power hour, there was all these challenges and it was like, try not to sing. And it would play like a second of a song. And it was like, try not to sing the song, but they were all good songs. So of course I had to sing all the songs. I think you should just uh, make it, make the goal to sing all the songs. Yeah. Like maybe rather than just upsetting yourself, (laughs) you should do it again. (laughs) Like the goal is to sing all the songs. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly they're just serving up bop after bop. They were, they were so good. So anyway, I don't know the last time I sang to myself, but probably sometime within the last 24 hours. No, you know what? I sang yesterday when my neighbors were being loud dicks. Oh yeah. And I put on Hall and Oates, uh, Rich Girl and sang it really loud. So they would. Did you know? That's your choice. That there is a phone number out there called Call and Oates that you can call and it has like voice prompts for you to just play on demand a series of different Hall and Oates songs. Yep. It's an important community resource. I feel like that's less exciting in the day and age of YouTube and Spotify. I know when it no. first came. It oh, it's, I mean, maybe it is maybe to young kids, it'd be stupid, but for like to people that grew up with phones and I mean like real phones, this is the coolest fucking thing. I think it's stupid. Well, and it was first out <laughs> I'm in there. the camp of stupid. When it was first out there, I know that I did not have the ability on my phone to do it. But I also recognize I was a little behind the times on it. So on on having a phone that did things. Mm. Anyway. This is just dialing a phone number. Yeah. All right. Here's the next one. Yeah. But I mean, like my phone couldn't just pull it up on YouTube at that point. Oh, 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 oh. So, you, so using a number like this was like, was I remember... Exciting. When I, when I lived in Chicago, which I think was in late 04, 05, maybe a little early 06. I don't know exactly what months I moved in and out of there. All of 05 and some of the year before and after on the calendar. Um, there was this phone number that probably still exists, 1-800-555-TELL. And it would, if you wanted to know what the weather was supposed to be, what and it was voice prompted so you could be like tell me the score of the orioles game last night or how many games of the orioles won in a row was this or whatever cha-cha? huh was this like cha-cha i don't know what is that cha-cha existed for a period of time when most people were texting but most people did not have smartphones so if you were out and like wanted to know the answer to a question you would text cha-cha and it would go 
I think it went to someone who was at home at a computer and they would Google the answer and text it back to you for a nominal fee. So this had no fee associated with it. And maybe it didn't have a fee. I don't remember. It was all automated. There wasn't a person on the other end. You would dial it up and it just, it, it either knew the answer to your question or it didn't. And I don't think that you could ask it. Was it an old school smart speaker. It, it, I think it obviously it was, I mean, I, that may have been a precursor to these, but you could ask it, hey, you know, what was the score of this? I mean, this is, you know, bordering on the, the um, you know, an era in the early 2000s in which you'd still pick up a newspaper and look at a box score. Interesting. All right. All right. I'm going to pick and I'm going to go in order on the list, but I'm going to skip some of them. Okay. Um, um let's see um okay if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability what would it be is teleportation an option Ooh. i guess because if it is i think i pick teleportation i definitely would that is great i would like to know everything about Arissa. It it uh ding for the law bell. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Emily yeah. Emily is a fellow lawyer. I yeah. was I was just huddle, huddle, huddling in the corner, scared of the topic. Yeah. I sounds awful. Well, you know, it's funny. So uh in law school I took a um uh like an employment law class and they were going through the agenda and they're like we're not even touching Arissa it's way too complicated and it's outside the scope of this class and this guy stands up and he's like oh I was here for Arissa there's going to be no Arissa and the professor's like no Arissa and this dude just fucking left he had already bought the book and everything he fucking left um I mean I guess that's called reclaiming your time but so you know but in law school it's not like you can just pick and choose that much like what do you do just take another course i know it was a very intense decision so anyway uh on the fly seemingly yeah so fast forward i'm accidentally a health insurance lawyer at a health insurance company and uh i don't know enough about erisa to do my job and everyone who knows how to do erisa uh because of when erisa began is now retiring so no one knows erisa no one knows it and everything's built upon it. And there's no one who will teach it to you anywhere. There's I will no- tell you that in my day-to-day practice that probably more than half of my fuck you conversations have to do with ERISA or some sort of a health insurance lien. Yeah. And I'm a dick and and largely it's because i represent my clients and i don't represent the insurance companies and i literally like when i have and we're going to get i don't want to get too far in the weeds on this but um like i will i i yeah i piss some people off let's put it that way i'm not this is not new information but it's new information specifically with respect to arisa yes. yeah well, I think teleportation is a good one. Yeah, I could have picked teleportation. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to know this like dweeby law thing. The well, fuck? it was like when I was playing a similar game with um, on video chat with my sister-in-law and brother, and they said, what law 
would you like change or like what rule or law? And this was not a game for lawyers. And I was like, I was like that you don't need to file a subcurious sentence modification in the state of Maryland because everyone does it anyway. It should just be automatic, which is a really nerdy lawyer topic. Ding. And they were like, what the hell? And I was like, this is why fun at parties. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, let's talk about a more fun question. Um, all right. That's, that's going to be all for set one. Now we're going to set two. How many sets are there? I think there's set, there's three sets. So set three is the most intense. Well, so why to... don't you uh, pick through one or two more from yeah. set one and hold sets two and three for future episodes? Okay. All right. I'll pick a couple more um, from... You, you had me prep three some questions, so I assume we're going to get to that. Yeah, I did too. Um, okay. So okay. there's... Um, let's see... Um, all right. Um, I mean, some of them are kind of lame. One of them is like, tell your life story in four minutes, but we're not going to do that. Um, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Wait, what? Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh, I don't, but I feel like that's not a fun answer. Um, so I just have this hunch. I'm going to die of cancer. Oh, I feel like I enjoy too many things. Good hunch. Don't love that for you, but I love that you have a hunch. I know. I know. And I saw the Thor movie yesterday Mm -hmm. and the, you know, spoiler alert, uh, one of the characters has cancer and is like, yeah, I didn't tell anybody because then people like treat you different. And now I'm like, well, fuck when it happens. Now I probably don't want to tell people that character has a point. Yeah. Um, I have no hunch. In a world of brutal irony, probably a car accident. That, that seems appropriate. Um, I but know. I don't have an ERISA-based health insurance plan, so at least it'll be a little easier for my heirs to resolve. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I think I'll probably be real old. I have a hunch. I'm, I have a hunch I'm going to be real old. And live a long time. Look, I come from a long line of cockroaches, so it, it'll either be old age or something like a car accident taking my ass out. Yeah, no, I think I'm just going to be real old. And here's what I think is I'm going to be the use the excuse of being real old to just be a bitch. But really, I know what I'm doing and I just can get away with it. I like mm-hmm. it. That's I like the plan. It. Yeah, um, my, my grandmother turned 95. Uh what day is today uh well on july 4th so however many days oh, ago that was grandmother from from the time that this episode is being listened to it's impressive um all right you want one more yeah let's do one more we'll do one more um all right i'm gonna do a spin on this one Name three things that you and your partner have in common, but there's three of us. So we're going to find three things that we all have in common. It can't be we're all lawyers because that's lame. Oh, because this is in the context of us trying to fall in love with each other. Yeah. This is a perfect segue into the three ways. So what things do we all three have in common? Well, not Star Trek Voyager. We learned that in the opening. Mm-hmm. Although I knew that about Liz. Yes. Um, but... I think one pursuant to all of our conversations is I do feel like we all have an appreciation for food, mm-hmm. which is something that I generally think is true of most people until you figure out it's not. And then you're like, what is wrong? What is wrong with these freaks? True yeah. story. 
True story. So there's one food. Yeah, food and that we don't understand the people that don't enjoy food. Yeah. I I think that um our politics are pretty similar. Uh I was listening to the episode where you uninvited a bunch of people to continue listening and cursed at them. And I was like, Yeah, hell yeah. Love There's that. at least two of those, but uh <laughs> yeah. yes. They they were the warning episodes. I think nine might have been one of them. Nine and ten, I think. Nine yeah. and ten, something around there. Early onset of hey let's let why don't you waste a little less time and find out what the fuck we're all about not that we're touting off on some you know it's it's the opposite of fuck around and find out it's find out now before you decide to stay and fuck around yeah it's nine and ten the boohoo snowflakes about the carhartt stuff and then in, in episode 10 which i'm actually probably further i hate this description spectrum wise but i'm probably further to the right than you guys are when it comes to the second amendment but i still believe very wholeheartedly that if you have something that's as dangerous or more dangerous than a car if not used properly that you better fucking have insurance for it which i know will piss a lot of people off because they want unfettered freedom well all right joe you pick one where, where, uh, Emily, where do you stand with respect to video games, specifically ones like either Zelda, the Mario's, or maybe even Animal Crossing? Um, I am not a fan of Zelda. I like the Mario's, and wow, I played an alarming amount of Animal Crossing. Too much. Yeah, how did they time that to launch to drop that at the end of March in 2020? I, I don't mean- know. If I was ever going to be enslaved by a capitalist Tanuki, it was just the perfect storm. Oh, Tom Crook? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there's something sketch about him. So, and I didn't And apparently, and I have not played any of the precursor games, but apparently that, that... Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Tulusma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Tulusma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electricast. It's an ongoing theme with him, him being a bit of a sleazy sketchball. And I don't even play the game correctly. I don't even think I've made any progress i just go around and pick fruit oh okay (laughs) like you know the part where like you can you have to like get certain items to in like then there's like three different new homes that are going to be made yeah they're still chilling there i just like go around and pick fruit oh my god you you haven't even gotten past like day 10 no (laughs) no i just chill see Here's the thing. I'm such a rule follower. I'm in this game that I'm using to escape from working and paying my mortgage. And I'm like, I'm going to work and pay my mortgage because in this world, it's possible. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And I'm just like, la, la, la. 
pick fruit. But the other the thing that I hate also is that the store where you can trade in stuff is not open from like 10 p.m. to like six in the morning. And I'm and always you refuse playing. to cheat and change the time on your switch. I do. I that's too much. And I'm always playing because the only time I'm really playing Animal Crossing is like the time that I play Switch is not a lot, but it's usually on a weekend day when I'm home after my husband has gone to bed. Usually I'm having some solo drinks and that's well, the time. I also seem to recall that you made some like very poor choices in the stock market. And for oh. those for those who don't play Animal Crossing, the stock market is a S-T-A-L-K stock market and you buy turnips turn- on Sundays. Yeah, but but they're they rot after a week. And so Liz is always like you like the, the price goes up and down depending on the day of the week and like and it's random. Like it, it you know, you 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 ask on any given day and see what they cost. And like poor Liz always gets to like fucking Saturday and she's like, I've got all these turnips, they're worth fucking nothing. It's less than I paid. What do I do? What what do they cost on your island? I was gonna say, you know what's gonna blow your mind, Liz? And I don't know if this is as prevalent as it was two years ago, but if you go onto Twitter and you type into the search box, turnip prices, you will find people that are like, I've got turnips in $149 or $210. And then you can DM them and say, Hey, can I come to your Island? I got all these turnips to sell. Yeah. Let That's me the best you- way to do it is to build a network. Yeah, it was like Every fucking Saturday. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. I definitely uh, reconnected with some random fucking girl from high school who had a kid immediately. Uh, and <laughs> I never thought I would speak to again because she had a really good turnip price and I visited her island and it was really lovely. And then never spoke again. That's wonderful. Yes. Bringing people together. Oh, somebody so, just. Yeah. Animal Crossing like chaos. But yeah. So I, I need to read this. This is a, I don't know. Is this, does this quantify as a meme i don't know but um some sort of a post on on the social media that was just shared with me Jeannie, you have three wishes me i make mitch mcconnell a real turtle and leave him in a dry kiddie pool in rural kentucky on the hottest day of the summer and his owner is sid from toy story Jeannie, okay that one's on me you still have three wishes <laughs> that is an oddly specific wish and it's wonderful. I don't know. I'm I'm team turtles don't deserve this, even if the turtles Mitch McConnell. Listen, the good of the many outweigh the good of the few. Can't you just leave him a turtle? He can't hurt us anymore if he's a turtle. Oh, he'll find a way. All right. The most malevolent turtle. <laughs> so now that we've all fallen in love, should we have a threesome? Uh that would be brilliant timing. All right. So I wrote questions for Emily and Joe, but did you write questions for me? I wrote, uh, yeah, you guys could. So I went down the rabbit hole that we've discussed before of weird um, things that are illegal in places. So I have three questions that fit within that theme this week. Okay. Well, for my questions, Emily will get the first pass and then Jobeth will get, because these are your questions and you'll, and I try to tailor it to things that are for you. Sounds okay. like a plan. Um, so according to what Wikipedia, a great way, might I add, to, to let our listeners know about one of the friends of the pod a little more. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I know they've been wanting to know. 
And I imagine you're exceeding their expectations. I hope so. I, I pretty much guarantee it because you're wonderful. Um, so according to Wikipedia, when did s'mores first appear in a cookbook? What decade? So s'mores is Emily's favorite summer flavor. It is. Uh, She has had some unhinged tweets to Starbucks asking them to bring back the s'mores frappuccino. Oh no, I will find them. Um, They're good. Because I think Starbucks, you said, when are you bringing back the s'mores frappuccino? And I think they tweeted at you, oh, we have like the bottled beverage, which is not the same. And yeah, I'm going that, to I'm gonna smash that bottle and cut you with it, fool. Yeah. Make, it, make it for real. So there were strong feelings about this. And I mean, I was here for it. Like, but... So do, what do we have a guess on the answer while you are looking uh, up your and your I don't believe they were called s'mores. I think they were called graham cracker sandwich, but it was a s'more. So okay. Um I am gonna say 1950s. All right. Jobeth, you want to take a pass at it? I'm gonna roll back to the 30s, 1930s. It was actually the 20s. Wow. Ooh. It was called Graham Cracker Sandwich, I believe. Interesting. Okay. So Starbucks Coffee tweeted. The blended s'mores frappuccino is not returning, but s'mores frappuccino is available as a bottled frappuccino drink in grocery and retail stores near you. So I tweeted at Starbucks and said, so a recap. One, Starbucks creates the s'mores frapp, the actual best drink ever. Two, Starbucks cancels it and replaces it with this triple caramel frapp bullshit that is basically a drink they already serve. Three, and this is in quotations, LOL, enjoy this bullshit at the grocery that tastes like a sugary butt. (laughs) <laughs> Starbucks did not respond. I can't imagine. Uh, All right. Do you times. want me to continue with my three questions or do you want your No, turn? we'll still go back and forth here. Um, if one is wearing a swimsuit in Florida in public, what is it illegal to do? Obviously, things like murder and otherwise, but specifically with the qualifier of because you're wearing a swimsuit in public in Florida. Is it to be barefoot? It is not. Um, is it to touch someone of the opposite sex? It is not. Um, I will give you guys one more clue, although it probably won't help because it makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. It is something that we have discussed previously in this podcast, in this episode. Ooh, in this episode. Yes. Die. Not with any with any relationship to swimsuits or Florida. Is it dying? It is not. They wouldn't be able to prosecute you for that. That would immediately enter it as as uh, uh, what is it? Abated by, by death. death. Mm. Um. Okay. Is it, it's something we've talked about. Um, is it, is it going to a restaurant? It is singing. What? And I did not, I did not go to the code and vet any of these. So feel free to fact check me if you know this to not be actually true. Um, because I give a shit. If one is wearing a swimsuit in Florida in public, it is apparently illegal to sing. Wow. Mm. Odd. That is weird yes oh the 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 other at least one of the other two are pretty weird too which invites the question 
who sang while wearing a swimsuit that pissed someone off so much? All right. Florida seems to have a you scuff my pumas, I'm going to pass a law against it sort of trend. So here's a question that I'm excited for. I have opened up my Starbucks app. You are not going to open up your oh, Starbucks app. I, okay. I said Starbucks app and Emily immediately. No, I was actually already opening my Starbucks app because they emailed me that some of my stars expire August 1st. I got to make sure I use them. Oh, so you, that was just fortuitous that it you was, were opening up your Starbucks Well, we were app. talking Starbucks. Yeah. So I'm going to read you each rewards tier and you're going to tell me what you can get. <laughs> do you, well, we can do it one of two ways. You can tell me what the tiers are for stars and what it is, or I can say X amount of stars and you tell me what the thing is. Do that. Do okay. that. We'll see if you can get it all right. There are five. So as if you don't know, stars are what you earn for your Starbucks rewardsies when you spend money and do their little challenges and whatnot. Like they'll be like, order three Frappuccinos or whatever, and you get points. And and they're different for each person because sometimes we and Katie compare and like my challenges will be different than yours. And, and, if, and if you stay away, they give you better challenges. Ooh. And sometimes I think it's because they want me to order things I don't normally get. They keep trying to make me buy the egg bites. And it's like, excuse me, I'm not made of money. They want me to buy the refreshers. Mm. And- Sometimes I buy a refresher for Tim. So, but I've never bought one for myself. So I think they're like, sometimes you buy these. Mm. Buy one again. And Is I'm this like, conversation oh. and the way I feel about it, the way that people who have glasses feel when they see me walking around seeing for free? Because I have no idea what you guys are fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got to make sure that Joe gets some good Starbucks drinks. Yeah. I one time I asked him to pick me up. I mean, that's Starbucks. Morris thing sounds like it's on point, but I missed no, the boat me, there clearly. Let me tell you, Joe Beth, I got uh, an award at work and it came with a gift certificate voucher that I could cash in for anything. And I'm like, Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts money, hot bean water, give it to me. And I'm all for supporting local coffee shops, but the reward, the dopamine I get from the rewards, man. Yep, it's so good. Yep, it's, it's like right. the PlayStation trophies. Like I've got to play, I've got to grind this game out more so that that thing will go bling. Give me the next. Yeah, trophy. dopamine. Bing, bing, bing. So twenty-five stars. What can you get? Uh, you can get a flavor or espresso shot. Yep. There's one more thing you can get. Ooh. Uh, and it has to do. It's a customize your drink, so you can customize your your drink. Syrup. Well, syrup and flavor, I think, are the same. Okay. Um whipped cream um no it's a dairy substitute oh god damn it you fucking vegans yeah right (sighs) all right um 50 stars what can you get you can get a hot coffee or tea there's one more thing or iced tea um, no, it's brewed hot coffee, hot tea, or a bakery item. Oh, goddamn. Which I feel like that is probably the most bang for your buck, maybe. Yeah, it's but, not all the bakery items, but it's some of them. Okay, 150. A uh, handcrafted drink. Yep, a handcrafted drink, or? Or, um, well, it's like the more uh, premium bakery items. It's hot breakfast or parfait. Okay. So, yeah, I guess like the maybe little croissants or whatever and muffins you can get for the lower tier than the breakfast sandwiches. Maybe those fucking egg bites. Fucking egg bites. Um, I love those egg bites. No, you know what? I decided that 
they are too rich for my blood the time I saw someone feeding them to their dog at the airport. I was like, I'm never going to be in this league. Oh my God. (laughs) This episode is truly the battle of Star Trek episodes versus Starbucks episode. Oh my God. (laughs) Star Trek experts versus Starbucks experts. What kind what kind of of nerd are you? This this whatever this is. Yes, yes all of this. 200 stars. Uh that's the sandwiches like, Yep. Yeah. Lunch sandwich, protein box or salad. Oh, see I didn't quite get it right. Well, the sandwiches. I mean, who's getting a protein box really? Me. Oh, you get the protein box? Uh on the turnpike cuz it's the only real food. Okay. And do they even have salads anymore? I mean, I guess they do. I have never once seen a salad at a Starbucks. Maybe that's a West Coast thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think if they have a salad. They have like a fruit salad, maybe. All right. And then my favorite one. What do you get for 400 stars? Merchandise. Yes. Or beans. Bag of beans. Correct. Select merchandise or at-home coffee which we know is basically $20 of merchandise, which I think even though that's not the best deal, it is the deal I always choose because it's like, it's getting a cup for free. The deal is getting way better this year though, Jobeth. And and this is important information for you and everyone at home. The deal is better this year because now you can use this at Target. Yes. Target has the best cups, specifically the best Halloween themed cups. And I am a spooky girl, 24, seven, 365. So this is huge news for me. Uh, do I need more cups? No. Am I going to spend all my stars on Halloween cups at the Target Starbucks? Yes. Are we going to be in the group chat when we go to Target to be sure that like my Target has different cups than your Target in case we're missing out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, so here's the fucked up thing. Not only do I love my spooky Halloween Starbucks cup, uh, but I used it at my local Starbucks and the barista was like, wow, that's so cool. Can I take a picture of it? I'm like, wow, this is very intense. And then I'm like, you know what? I wonder if this is one of those weird cups that people will spend too much money on. And goddamn, if a bunch of people did not spend 200 bucks for that cup on the internet. And I'm Damn. like, yeah. So Which cup was it? Um, it's the purple one with the like tattoo style uh, graphics all over it of like skulls and Ooh, cobwebs and shit. Cup. It's a great cup. It's a very cute cup, but I'm like, I will sell that cup for $200 in a heartbeat. I just want to get like a replacement spooky cup because again, yeah. I am a spooky girl. Because I had you hunt down the spiderweb cup for me. Yeah. And you found it. Yes. Because it was not at my target. Nope. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I use, I use that cup. It's a big cup, which is, you know. I could go on, but anyway, um, the big cups are good water cups. Mm. Um, that was my like day-to-day water cup. Yeah. Um, okay. Joe, with your question. Okay. This is my second question, right? Yeah. Yeah. We just went on a big hand. The more and more I read this, the more and more it might actually make sense and not be completely insane. Um, in Alaska, it's legal to shoot bears. But it is okay. illegal to do what with respect to bears? I mean, the answer, we all know the answer I want to say, right? It's not that. Okay. There, there's no rule 34 in, in, in this. Uh, I, mean, I was thinking, yeah, it's probably illegal to, you know. <laughs> I'm sure it probably is, but I don't think that that's specific to Alaska. Um, you said, did you say shoot? Shooting it- is legal. Shooting is legal. Okay. Cause I was going to say maybe it's like, like bow hunting versus gun hunting, but I think, do you shoot an arrow technically or do you? I, I think you shoot an arrow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So it's not that. Um, is it illegal to tranquilize them? The opposite. It's illegal what? to wake one up. <laughs> I was like, what's the opposite? Caffeinate? <laughs> a little too far. <laughs> Dial it back a bit. Just, just you can't wake is, them up. Apparently, that's illegal in Alaska. Is it Again, just the caffeinating ones, or is it like any bear sleeping at any time because they need their beauty rest? I would imagine, I mean, again, I didn't look, you know, go to the code and, and vet these, but um, I would imagine that it's any time, but. I need to institute bear rules. It is illegal to wake me up. That's what I'm in, in the state where you are. Yeah. In my yeah. house, it's illegal to wake me up, which, you know, the biggest culprit of that is not my child because she will sleep in. But, you know, my husband, oh, I'm going to turn on the TV really loud now and start listening to things on my phone. Oh, no, wife is up. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, it's not a loophole with like, you didn't wake me up, but you started doing something really loud so that I woke up. Like, I think he feels like that's a loophole because I didn't wake you up. You didn't, but you started playing music really loud. So like, we knew the end result. You and Tim are very cute. Ah. Well, Liz is not amused by it at all. Well, what we used to do when we would want to let the other person know that we were coming home and we're in the driveway was we would take our phones and because we have um, the Google Home, you can, you know, cast music. We would play the Titanic theme. Wow. So I would be like in the house and the Titanic theme would start playing. And that's how I knew Tim was about to enter the door. Wow. Interesting. So. You remember when I lived in that uh, McMansion in Delaware and we would go to the Woodside and they had that jukebox that I had the app on my phone and I could play music ahead of time. And we would have those parties at my house and we'd get all drunk and then be like, let's go to the Woodside. But before we yeah. would leave in an Uber, while we were waiting for the Uber, we would hop on that app and just load up a bunch of songs so that they would end up playing. And that worked and patronized that bar did not understand how the touch tunes work. So they, they sure were as fuck didn't. Fascinated. Yeah. They, 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 in numerous, numerous, numerous times, I can't put a number on it, but it was definitely at least double digits, definitely not triple digits. They, they did not note the correlation between the Arlo Guthrie, um, um, Alice's restaurant song and our presence in that establishment. And Tim always plays that on the touch tunes because it's like a 12 minute long song or something. Yeah. That's good bang for your buck. Yeah. All right. So my next question in honor of Ariel, I did a character question because Ariel <laughs> hates the character question. Okay. But Ariel's not here. And I feel like you love a character question. Uh, we'll see. All right, TBD. I had a couple options, but I went with this one. What object did Hello Kitty first appear on? Oh, God. Mm. So, you know, because she's on a bunch of items, what was the first one? I'm going to say a pencil case. Good guess. Good guess. Jobeth, you have a... A lunchbox. You guys are both in the realm. It was a coin purse. Oh, it was a coin purse that was in, um, that was actually on 
the documentary toys that made us and they showed the hello kitty coin purse the first one that is owned i think still by the guy who like wow. invented it and it's oh i haven't watched that one i've watched some of those episodes but i haven't watched oh, that one specifically that's a good one um i have my hello kitty plastic coin purse from my youth not obviously not the first one but like circa 1995 so a throwback and like I continue to be obsessed with all of the Hello Kitty stuff that survived my childhood. I love that you still have all of it. Oh my God. I don't have, I don't think I have any of mine. The other, the alternate question that I'll give you is, do you know Hello Kitty's last name? No. Um, um, Tanaka. No. <laughs> what is that from? I just picked a Japanese name. Jobeth. Uh Smith. It's white. white? Her, her <laughs> full name is Kitty White. <laughs> Kitty White. Kitty White. Yeah. Wow. She, she is a sister. Wow. I think that her sister's name is. I think it's Mimi White. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. Oh, that might be Mimi. I think it's Mimi White. If mm-hmm. I saw some stuff that said Kitty White on it, I would be like, "This is the worst fake Hello Kitty shit I've ever seen." Like but, if there's like a yeah. notebook or something. I think her sister's Mimi White, and then she has a boyfriend. What? You don't know about her boyfriend, dear Daniel? No. And she has a cat. I knew about that. And she has a mom and dad, too, but I think their names might be mom and dad. I'm not sure. Mm. Anyway, I love a good character question. I am right. so strong. Last character. one. And this one, there, there's, you might be able to suss this out logically. Unless you're a magician, what is it illegal to own as a pet in Queensland, Australia? Unless you're a magician? Unless you're I mean, a magician. What do magicians use? Doves? But do people really want to own doves as a pet? Okay, I'm going dove. You are in the ballpark. It's rabbit. Oh. I didn't get to guess. I was not thinking rabbit, though. So so how do you... I wonder how you prove you're a magician. I don't know. I, I, I wonder that sometimes myself. How do I prove that I'm a magician? It would be nice if there was some kind of licensure, though, because I feel like it would not be the worst thing in the world to uh, make sure that all the magicians going to kids' parties have been screened and background checked to make sure they're not pedophiles. Oh, good good point, yeah. It's like the uh, reptile wranglers who show up at like the library events or whatever, and it's like, who the fuck are you? You just have a box of snakes? What are your qualifications? Oh, good point. Like, who decided you could do this? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. And we're just supposed to trust you as you drape this big ass snake around with 10 kids arms that like, it's fine and you're not going to die. Well, I think to be a real clown, you have to be part of the clown egg registry. Do you know about the clown egg registry? No. To have your clown face be like trademarked in the clown world, you have to paint your face on an egg and submit it to this place with all the clown eggs. This sounds like one of those like ultra super mega lawyer things where you pay them $500 and they tell you that you're like the best lawyer ever. Oh, oh, but for clowns? Yeah. 
Like somebody was like, how do I make money off clowns? I don't have any rubber chickens. <laughs> it's a real thing. Um, yeah, the clown egg registry. Wow. That's so. interesting. All really? right, kids. Well, that is uh, all the time we have for this week. Actually, we gave you a, a little bit of a longer episode. Uh, but yeah, hit us up. We love having questions from the jury. You could do that at airquotelawpod at gmail.com or hit us up at airquotelawpod on any of the socials. We're on TikTok too, right? We are on TikTok. I film TikToks at airquotelawpod. Yes. A cheese um, like cheese pulls. If yeah, you if you draw us stuff and are inspired by stuff that you send to us, we will make stickers of it. We um, last Last episode's album or album episode cover that drawing on there was from last week's guest host and is currently being made into stickers so you'll get those and if you're an artist you'll get a whole whole hunk of them and uh they'll also be available to listeners who write to us in any of those things weird stories um tell us some love stories or something about attempts to fall in love or fall out of love or whatever the hell it was and, and um, if anyone fell in love with us today, please let us know. Yes. And if you need somebody to rant to about um, your coffee establishment, getting rid of your favorite drink or any other horrible customer service stories, send them to us too. Because why wouldn't we also love to rant about your rant to the world? Because we sure as fuck rant enough about our own. So, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Tell a friend or two, and uh, we will uh, see you next time. This one's adjourned. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.